Today is the 26th of August, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular time of prayer, regular time of scripture, regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the first time, thank you and welcome. It's good to have you with us. Let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. And if you need some help, don't forget, there is a download the script button in the episode notes. If you click that, you'll get a PDF of today's episode. You'll be able to follow along with that. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we would really appreciate it if you would, again, links to our giving page is down below. And finally, if you'd like more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. Again, as always, links in the episode notes below. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Loving God, in our anxiety, fear and uncertainty, when hearts are heavy with the load we bear and there is no one to turn toward but you, yours is the peace that calms, the peace that comforts, the peace that gives us strength to carry on. Yours is the voice we long to hear, the persistent whisper in our ear, be still and know that I am God. Father, yours is the presence in the dark that banishes our fears. Yours is the hand that guides the footprints in which we walk. In our anxiety, in our fear and uncertainty, in confidence we turn to you, offering you our praise and thanksgiving. Amen. Hebrews 10 35 and 36. Do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you've done the will of God, you will receive what He has promised. Here are two contrasting stories. One is a story of a young lady who has lost all her confidence, the other is the story of an older lady who told off a preacher for giving her permission to step down and rest. Their names have been changed to protect the identity of those involved. Emma is a young Christian who, when asked what she wants out of life, says all she wants is her confidence back. She feels as if she's had the stuffing knocked out of her and desperately wants to stop the world so that she can get off. Mary, on the other hand, was an older lady living in a retirement home who told of a preacher, <coughs> me, who came to do a service in the home. When told that Mary had worked hard and she could sit back and relax, Mary's reply to me was that she would keep going until the day she died or until Christ returned. She met Jesus a year later, face to face. If I sound that I'm coming down on Emma, please believe me when I say that she loves God. But she just cannot see past her situation. What's the difference between Emma and Mary? Well, loads, but it can be argued that Mary has persevered. Does it mean that God loves them any less? Of course not. God's love for us is not dependent on what we do, fortunately. So, 
What's the take-home? What's the point of today's thought? Simply this. Our confidence in ourselves, in God, is something that we need to take responsibility for. We can throw it away. And it starts when we believe the line that we are not deserving of God's love for us. It's a lie from the pit of hell. You see, when we trust God, we can do the impossible. Trust God, not yourself, not oneself. I know that's easier said than done, as Emma's finding out. But it is important. We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we continue with Paul's letter to the Galatians. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, as we read through the book of Galatians, open our hearts and our minds to what you would have us here today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Good News Translation, and today we're reading Galatians 4. But now to continue, the Son 
who will receive his father's property is treated just like a slave while he is young, even though he really owns everything. While he is young, there are men who take care of him and manage his affairs until the time set by his father. In the same way, we too were slaves of the ruling spirit of the universe before we reached spiritual maturity. But when the right time finally came, God sent his own son. He came as the son of a human mother and lived under the Jewish law, to redeem those who were under the law so that we might become God's children. To show that you are his children, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who cries out, Father, my father. So then, you are no longer a slave but a child, and since you are his child, God will give you all that he has for his children. In the past you did not know God, and so you were slaves of beings who were not gods. But now that you know God, or should I say now that God knows you, how is it that you want to turn back to those weak and pitiful ruling spirits? Why do you want to become their slaves all over again? You pay special attention to certain days, months, seasons and years. I'm worried about you. Can it be that all my work for you has been for nothing? I beg you, my friends, be like me. After all, I am like you. You have not done me any wrong. You remember why I preached the gospel to you the first time. It was because I was sick. But even though my physical condition was a great trial to you, you did not despise or reject me. Instead, you received me as you would an angel from heaven. You received me as you could Jesus Christ. You were so happy. What's happened? Myself, I could say that you have taken out your own eyes, if you could, and given them to me. Have I now become your enemy by telling you the truth? Those other people show a deep interest in you, but their intentions are not good. All they want is to separate you from me, so that you will have the same interest in them as they have in you. Now, it is good to have such a deep interest if the purpose is good. This is true always, and not merely when I am with you. My dear children, once again, like a mother in childbirth, I feel the same kind of pain for you until Christ's nature is formed in you. How I wish I were with you now, so that I could take a different attitude towards you. I am so worried about you. Let me ask those of you who want to be subject to the law. Do you not hear what the law says? It says that Abraham had two sons, one by a slave woman, the other by a free woman. His son by the slave woman was born in the usual way, but his son by the free woman was born as a result of God's promise. These things can be understood as a figure. The two women represent two covenants. The one whose children are born in slavery is Hagar, and she represents the covenant made at Mount Sinai. Hagar, who stands for Mount Sinai in Arabia, is a figure of the present-day Jerusalem, in slavery with all its people. But the heavenly Jerusalem is free, and she is our mother, for the scripture says, Be happy, you childless woman. Shout and cry for joy, you who never felt the pains of childbirth. For the woman who is deserted will have more children than the woman whose husband never left her. Now you, my friends, are God's children as a result of his promise, just as Isaac was. At that time, the son who was born in the usual way persecuted the one who was born because of God's Spirit, and it is the same now. 
But what does the scripture say? It says, Send the slave woman and her son away, for the son of the slave woman will not have a part of the father's property along with the son of the free woman. So then, my friends, we are not the children of a slave woman, but of a free woman. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we're going to say our praise for say our praise we're going to say our prayers for today Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, voicemail. The links are all in the episode notes. We would love to be able to pray for you and support you. Let's pray, shall we? Lord, you say you have plans to prosper us and to give us a future. Give us confidence that comes from believing you and your promises. Ignite in us, Lord, a passion that will keep pushing us even when we don't feel that we can. Give us a vision, Lord, for the future that will convince us that your kingdom is worth pushing for. Thank you, Lord, that you keep loving us. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.